Into our third and final hour. We are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you want to buy a home or refinance your current home, Rocket can. I'm going to give you one last horse analogy for the week. So Caleb comes up huge. Maybe his best effort yet. Ran his eyeballs out. Maybe his best race of all. There have been races where we turned for home, got close to the wire, and I knew we won. Only to get nailed at the wire and a bad beat. Keep that in mind. He ran a winning race. I think I could say that already and be objective about it. The kid ran his eyeballs out. However, there are monsters finishing like locomotives. I guarantee that already. Let's go to hour number three. I cannot waste any time. There are some big, big players on the board. Starting this third hour, smack off 28. This dude needs absolutely no introduction, but he's going to get one anyway. Here's something. He is the undisputed GOAT. He is your 09, 2011, 2015, 2018, 2019, 2021 Smackoff champ. He has more straps than anybody else. He is the defending champion. He is appearing in his 14th Smackoff. He's the one to beat. He's the best to ever do it. He is the B-I-C. He is Brad in Corona. Champ, what's going on? Jimmy, thank you for the vine. How are you, my friend? I am great, Brad. How are you? Fantastic. I want to let you know right off the top, you don't need to worry about me today. I brought my own towel and a non-disclosure for you to sign before we get going here. And uh, just like the end of a sports massage with Deshaun Watson... I'm going to go ahead and handle the rest of this myself, so sit back and enjoy, Jimmy. Say Drizzle's name, say his name. He can't hang up his phone, right? Gonna do some drugs tonight. That guy is a lame. Bro, your name ain't Drizzle. Call in here. Tell me your real name. I'll say your name, bitch. Hey, nice to see Baja Vic participating today, even though the contest is open to U.S. legal residents only. If you're wondering why his phone call was about five minutes shorter than usual, I'm guessing it's due to the international calling fees, Jim. Also, Mark in Boston using the power going out is a great excuse. The power went out? I gave my wife the same line the last time she wanted to wrestle while I was watching the U.S. Open, and I couldn't find her Zalatoris. I actually do respect Leffen Laguna for that phone call he made earlier today. It's not easy to do a five-minute phone call with a microphone that deep inside of your mouth. Sorry, Jim, that actually sounded like Paul's dog at the end there. Great phone call from Paul's dog, by the way. Paul's dog calling Lef a gimmicky little bitch is like D.A. whining to Jeff Passon that his dad's disappointed in his career. Hey, D.A., a sports reporter is only slightly less douchey to your dad than a guy who blathers about sports for three hours a day on the radio and doesn't get paid $30 million a year for it. You're killing your father, D.A. That was from Mark and Caleb. Hey, I want to congratulate your old producer, Romy, Kyle Brandt. A lot of these NFL guys made some bad financial decisions this year and took their salaries in Bitcoin. From what I can tell, Brant apparently gets paid his entire annual salary in cocaine. Watch him on the show with your volume down, Jim. It looks like somebody hit the fast-forward button on your DVR a few times, but it's just Brant, high on cocaine, talking football in the mornings. 
Hey, shout out to Sean the Cablinasian Pendergast. We haven't heard from him yet, but uh, he's going for number six today, Jimmy. I'm not talking about smack-off titles either. I'm talking about comorbidity factors. Yeah, later on when he pounds a couple pints of ice cream, Sean's going to contract what's known as double diabetes, which will make him the goat of people who should be dead from COVID but aren't. Romy, earlier in the week you talked about how horses have something called back class. Well, Sean the Cablanasian Pendergast isn't exactly a horse, but he's got what's known as back ass. And that's just where his back kind of folds up into multiple levels and ends up looking like a bunch of different butts. Hey, let me be the first to congratulate Mark in Hollywood for bouncing back after a pretty rough start to 2022. Jim, not a lot of people know this, but Mark was fired from his job as an Uber Eats driver for something they call skimming. Uh, You and I know it as eating other people's french fries, Jim. Anyway, he bounced back tremendously from that, and uh, he's averaged one acting job a day since the day he was fired. Yeah, Mark will be getting into character later today and every day from here on out when he pretends to be whatever name they just shouted out at the Panera Online Order Pickup. I think that's probably going to do it for me, Jimmy. As you know, it's Pride Month, and I want to let you know I'm as woke as the next guy. I'd like to finish my phone call here by warring... I, Ray Craig, letting us know that he is a hobo sexual, and that just means he prefers wrestling with a homeless chick on the most drugs with the largest tent. Out. Bradley, he is your defending champ. He is the GOAT. Did he do enough to get strapped again? We'll find out. Guy does make it look easy, doesn't he? Let's keep moving. From one legend to the next, this dude had the first smack-off dynasty in jungle history. He is your 1999, 2003, 2005, 2006, and 2007 smack-off champion. He has been a giant problem for the rest of the field since he reappeared after a 12-year hiatus in 2019. Today, he is looking to pull back even with the BIC with six straps. He is appearing in his 14th smack-off. It is the Cablin Asian himself. It is Shawnee. Shawnee, it's great to have you back. How are you? Happy day after dong day, Jim. How are you? Great, man. Great. Hey, evidently, um, I'm still fat is what I'm hearing today. And this is what I want to know, Jim. Are the fat jokes scoring points for all the people that are calling in with this? Because I'm happy to call in and tell fat jokes about myself for five minutes if this was scoring points. I'm all about winning, man. And I want to thank all the hour one callers. Always nice to go into hour number two knowing that I can fart into my phone for four minutes and still finish no worse than ninth. And I, Oh, Godspeed in a moment of silence to the golden ticket winners who are all undoubtedly dying and shriveling up on hold right now. You woke up thinking Jim was leaving you the entire chocolate factory after he's gone this morning, and here you sit realizing you're less interesting than Tyler in Edmonton. That's tough, man. Don't worry. You're all winners, losers. Uh, And it's crazy to think, Jim, when I left the smack off after my fifth title back in 2007, I went into witness protection for a decade. There were two Cavalin Asians on the sports landscape at that time, me and Tiger Woods. And now here we are 15 years later, and who knew that if the questions back then were, hey, 15 years from now, which Cablin Asian would ruin his marriage with multiple affairs, including one with a Perkins waitress? 
Which Cablin Asian would have his wife smash his car with a nine iron? Which Cablin Asian would have to get put back together like Humpty Dumpty with six back surgeries, would develop multiple addictions, would crash his car into a ditch? Who knew the answer to those questions would not be me? <laughs> Scoreboard, morons. Sorry, Tiger. Oh, crap. Sorry, Jim. Uh, I'm set up to get push notifications every time a lawsuit is filed against Deshaun Watson because I have to follow this because of my radio career now. Um, which reminds me, we've always wondered just how desperate is Cleveland for a franchise quarterback. The answer, desperate enough to give a quarter of a billion dollars to a guy who's being sued by 24 women for sexual assault. My God, Cleveland, you just gave it up that easy. How soon until you allow Deshaun to declare prima nocta on all your women? Oh, and the Haslam family, is the marketing department working overtime on all the Watson-centric promotions at the stadium this season? Are you handing out little white towels to the first 50,000 fans at all the games? Are we going to do a Deshaun Watson happy baby yoga pose bobblehead night during timeouts? Are the kids all going to be grinding their hips on Watson thrust cam? I need to know. Jesus, another one. Uh, yeah, enjoy Jacoby Brissett scrubs. It's crazy. The last time I saw someone this steadfast in their support for an allegedly predatory quarterback, Jimbo Fisher was going to the mattresses to keep Jameis Winston eligible at Florida State back in 2013. And Jameis returned that favor by promptly groping an Uber driver once he got into the NFL. Jimbo's a beauty. I like how he props himself up as this moral compass of college football these days, Jim, pointing the finger at Nick Saban when you know full well Old Jimbo probably has NIL deals lined up for J.J. Watt's unborn kid and Arch Manning's sperm. It's an insult to our staff and our coaches to say we bought Arch Manning's sperm. It's despicable. It's preposterous. Slice bread. You hear me, slice bread? Hey, slice bread. Despicable, slice bread. God, it never stops. Okay, moving along. Um, so last night, Jim, I'm watching the NBA draft, and Kendrick Perkins gives us a little nugget of insight on Gonzaga walking pipe cleaner Chet Holmgren. If Kristaps Porzingis and Giannis Antetokounmpo had a baby, you'd have Chet Holmgren. What? Does Perk know Giannis has won league MVP twice? Let me edit that for you, Perk. Uh, if Adam Driver and a lamppost had a baby, you'd have Chet Holmgren. Dude, seriously, what the hell are you talking about? Now, that said, Jim, if you wanted to hire Big Perk as a color analyst for the Smack Off, I'm here for it. I'm here for the baby analogies alone. If Chris Dapps Porzingis and a sewer rat had a baby, you'd have Vic in no cow. If Chris Dapps Porzingis and Halitosis had a baby, you'd have Leff in Laguna. If Chris Dapps Porzingis and Amber Heard's bad sheets had a baby, you'd have Brad and Corona. It really works for any of these people I'm competing with today, Jim, and I'm glad it does because that is the extent of the research I care to do on any of you. When I woke up this morning to evaluate my approach today, I thought to myself, Sean, why not do what worked for you five times? Just remind everybody that you're better than them. And I pray that's what I've done for the last four minutes because I could blindly go at Brad or Lef or any of the seven Ricks and Marks and Bobs or whatever in this event. But the fact of the matter is this, 99% of you fall into one of two buckets. You're either an obese, sweaty, hump, drunkenly rocking a jersey of some player that wouldn't pee on you if you were engulfed in flames laying right at his feet, or you're a suburban dad whose wife has already spent the five grand you thought you were winning today, and you're going to take your frustrations out on some poor kid refereeing your eight-year-old soccer game this weekend. So go ahead, do me the service of placing yourself in the appropriate bucket. Save me the time, because right now I am the 1%, so if you don't mind, i got to go drop a Brad. And my Vic. Ow. Shawnee. 
This is why Shawnee was the OG. This is why Shawnee was the original GOAT. And I love that he finally made it back after 12 years and shows up like that. Where are you going to slot him? Like I said, hour number three was going to be tough. You've got the GOAT. You have the original GOAT. You've got Caleb with arguably his best effort to date. You have Vic coming up big once again. How do you slot these guys? Now what? They're making it really tough on me. Hit Twitter. Where do you have them? What do you think about what you just heard? Who do you have in the lead right now? Go to Twitter. Hashtag it. Smack off. Go to Twitter. Hashtag smack off. Hashtag smack off. All right. So we've heard from the goat. We've heard from the original goat. Still ahead. I need to hear from Mark in Hollywood. I need to hear from Rick in Buffalo. Mark in Hollywood has already won this thing once before. Rick in Buffalo has got a second place finish. This thing is up for grabs right now. Why don't we take a break? Let's do that. Coming right down to the wire. This one's going to be close. This one's going to be tough. Unless somebody shows up. Maybe we haven't heard the best yet. I've got a question for you clones. Why is Old Trapper Beef Jerky so amazing? Well, there is something to be said for a family business which stands by quality and produces the world's finest beef jerky. Do not be fooled by other brands. All beef jerky is not one and the same. Make sure you choose Old Trapper. You can actually see the quality right through their iconic Clearview packages. Every single bite of Old Trapper is tender. It's never tough because they use only the best ingredients. From their lean strips of beef seasoned with top quality spices to their real wood-fired smoke. Old Trapper delivers quality in every single bite. And Old Trapper Jerky comes in four mouth-watering flavors. You've got old-fashioned, classic beef jerky flavor, exceptionally tender, smoky and delicious. You have teriyaki with the yellow label, where Old Trapper turned the flavor dial to 11. Hot and spicy with a spice so nice, you'll want to snack twice and peppered. Tender seasoned beef covered in cracked pepper, a cold beer's best friend. If you do not see it, Ask for it by name, because no other jerky compares. It's Old Trapper. What's your beef? You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. And now a message from Discover About Rewards. If you are a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that's useful, like Cashback Match, for instance. Discover matches all the cash back that you've earned at the end of your first year. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com match. Limitations do apply. It's up for grabs. This thing is not over. As a quick reminder, the Smack Off is brought to you by Famous-Smoke.com. American-owned, family-owned, delivering your favorite premium cigars at the lowest prices for over 80 years. Famous Smoke Shop, they're putting up the five grand to the winner. It is not over. We've got one more segment of calls, and then we count it back in the last segment. Ten through one. Quick reminder, too, not all beef jerky is the same. Old Trappers, original old-fashioned, teriyaki, hot and spicy and peppered, all come in four-ounce bags. You can sample different flavors to find the best one for you. Ask for Old Trapper by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, what is your beef? Here's a former champ, JT the Brick, on Twitter. B-I-C, shut it down. 
Hashtag smack off Champions Club VIP. Let's find out. We're not done. This thing is not over. This is the last segment of calls, though. Three more calls, three more big swings, and then we count it back. Right now, this dude has been a jungle powerhouse ever since his first main event in 2012. He is your 2013 champion. He has hit the top 10 nine different times. Today, he's trying to hang a second banner. He is appearing in his 11th smack-off. He has come up numerous times today. He is Mark in Hollywood. It's great to have you back. Mark, how are you? Mark. Big Jim, you there? Yeah, I am. How about you? Yo, I'm good, man. Yo, first and foremost, I got to say it's good to see Papa Roach back in the saddle after his two-week stint in the witness protection program. Becomes James in Portland, kept chasing him around with a Vaseline tub and wine coolers. And way to conduct a thorough search for the little guy, Jim. Your search for Alvy was about as effective as James Kelly's search for widely known music knowledge, Chalk search for a less vapid personality, and was just as successful as Rit searching for a catheter and a poop sack so that old MFR doesn't have to cop a squat in that dirty metal bedpan under his desk that your Insta story exposed yesterday. But to start things off on a positive note for a change, I gotta say, I have mad respect for how Benny and Wisco confidently mailed it in like it's his last day of work. Bro, you make James Larden's work ethic look like Kobe's. And Vic, your call was more scrambled and had more voices than Herschel Walker's dome. It was like Lenny Dykstra was reciting Shakespeare. And yo, why the hate for my IMDb page? You know you can get your own, right? Just buy a camera, bring it to Chatsworth, lay down on a dirty mattress, press record, and say, Mama Vic, I'm here and I'm hungry. Also, Vic, stop fat shaming left, all right? The guy is not even fat anymore. And even if you were, we don't fat shame people here. But if a guy loses so much weight in such a short amount of time and jacks up his proportions so badly that now he looks like Popeye the Sailor Man, well, that's fair game. Yo, left, there's working out and eating right, and then there's getting the lap band surgery while mainlining booger sugar simultaneously receiving an enema. You know, I knew left was going down a bad road, Jim, when he told me he was getting liposuction on his eyelids. Jim, my man has the thighs of Saquon Barkley the stomach of Shakira, the arms of good brother Carl Anderson, and the bull-roided dome of Barry Bonds. But he's not fat. So what I really want to say right now is that Brad and Corona came in here earlier and Amber herded the bed, but I'm pretty sure he gets off on that kind of thing if you see me working. While guys like Pervin Liar might be the desperate person that stands outside college bars looking for loose trim, Brad loiters outside the proctologist's office cruising for patients with IBS. No wonder Brad and Rex and the ABQ share a TikTok account. That's almost as sick as the YouTube channel Brad shares with Paul's dog called Peanut Butter Enthusiasts. Man, I feel so bad for Paul whenever Brad shows up at his crib looking for that mutt so they can go reenact the spaghetti scene from Lady and the Tramp. Brad, you should retire before someone uncovers the rest of your Daniel Snyder-type baggage. Just take a page out of Gronk's book. I mean, you're basically the jungle's Gronk. You're slow. You're dumb. You've won a lot thanks to cheating. You've had more STDs than the 1980s Lakers Forum Club, and you're a poster child for C. T-E. That stands for cuckold, timid energy. Now, Jim, 
I'd like to finish on a personal note and talk about the tragedy of the separated-at-birth twin fishheads, Caleb in Green Bay and Rick in Buffalo. I mean, these mucus-covered slugs are basically the same guy, right? They call the show. Caleb talks about how fat he is while he works out his improv sketches. Rick screams about his deadbeat dad. Then they both get in their feelings and start crying like it's an episode of Ellen. Yo, if these guys ever decided to swap wives, would their wives even be able to tell the difference? I mean, maybe there are minor differences. Like when Caleb rolls into Buffalo to see Rick's wife, she's all like, oh, you're so much more passive and non-confident tonight. It's like wrestling with the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. And when Rick rolls into Green Bay to see Caleb's significant other, his Floby machine, does Caleb's Floby machine say to Rick, Oh, you're so much more angrier tonight, and you smell like you puked up an old English 40-ounce and tried to cover it up with Jacquard Noir. Now flip my vacuum switch to high or lose me forever. Oh, God, yes! Oh, it sucks while it cuts! Jim, it's been 11 smack-offs since I shook up the world, but it's always forward, never back. So unlike Harrison Ford, I'm going to land this plane. Unlike the former Brian Williams, I'm going to swim to the shore. And in the immortal words of Garrett Cole, uh, I don't, I don't know if, uh, global warming. Mark in Hollywood. Strong. Very strong. I'd expect no less. Better than last out, last out, but is it good enough to win the whole thing? We're going to find out. We're down to our last two calls. Our last two calls. Looky here. Did not necessarily expect it. Never know if I can expect it, but I am pumped when I see it. There are legends, and then there are made men. And then there is whatever category that is above all of that. This next guy is in that category. He won it all in 04. He won it all in 2008. He is about to check in, if I'm not mistaken, for his 19th main event. He is Iafrady. It's Iafrady. He's here. Amazing to hear from you. Ken, what's going on? How are things, Ken? Greetings, Jimmy. Oh, and, and, and props to Shawnee, man. I, I, too, would love to have my grandson's bicycle bell installed, installed on my, as my push notification on my phone. Man, if you please DM me on how you did that. Um, surprise, surprise, everyone. I am back. And, and any of you in the field who aren't happy about that, well, you got nobody to blame but yourselves. You know, when, when you took to the airwaves yesterday en masse to prove my point, about jungle decay in unprecedented fashion as the whole lot of you joined in staging a live puny white guy remake of Shaft as Ladanian Tomlinson collected royalties like never before. A voice sounded from on high. I rate Freddy, it said. They need you. Go save Jim Rome from professional ruin. Bring back the smack. And so here I am, clonies. And for those of you after yesterday and today still clinging, despite all evidence to the contrary, to the illusion that this thing is better now than it used to be, I'm left to ask, are you basing that on how much better everything else is now than it used to be? Because I'll tell you what, when you can show me how much better our planet, our children's safety, our public health, 
our common decency and our democracy are now than they used to be, I will be willing to accept that the smack-off is better because we traded in JT, Terrence, and the DDS for less Brad and Paul Dog, who somehow seems to be less mesmerized by male genitalia than his non-canine brethren on this program. Um, look, Jim, I get it. You're giving away five gur now, which is almost as much money as these guys lose in a typical bender at the craps table. So, so the losers have flocked to the money, like moths to the light. It, it makes perfect sense. But it only further substantiates just how deep these clowns have dragged our annual jungle holiday. See, Jimmy... Back when you dreamed this thing up and invited us to come, we didn't need to call you to win anything. We were already winners. I mean, the first three knockoffs were won by a successful stockbroker, an accomplished attorney, and the proprietor of the Tustin Ranch family dental mill. Now look, we got Brad and his photos designed to catalyze his career as a sex worker, and Leff, who... I don't even want to think about what he had to let Richie Incognito do to him to get that jersey. And anyone possessing a phone and needing five grand in order to cover their backdue alimony spends their every waking moment groveling for a golden ticket. And that is why the golden tickets now go to a bunch of Augustus Gloops, not Charlie Buckets. Jim. Each one of these losers is convinced that he's going to be sending you the 1099 that I alone will be filling out. But that is no surprise. It's the only honest work these cretins do all year. And some of these tragics spent what little money they don't have in pursuit of the five gur they ain't winning. You think I'm lying? I mean, try tuning into that legendary smack-off post-game show. You know, the, uh, the masquerade ball where callers to a radio show act like celebrities and break down their award-losing performances. I decided to give that thing a try a couple years ago, and right as I clicked it on, lo and behold, Mike in Indy, may he rest in peace, a.k.a. Chael's dog, I win smack off with tandem call, there's Chael's dog pissing on the jungle tree, and he's talking, he's talking about how he paid tech specialists to prepare the audio gimmicks he deployed in his fifth-place call. Okay, well, well, our man Mike may finally be exiled, thank God, but his willingness to invest in his losing smack-off calls, that is a pandemic all its own nowadays on this program. Know what I mean there, Caleb? And you know what they say about a fool and his money, Jim? He spends it on losing the smack-off. Yeah, it's not the field that's gotten deeper, Jimmy. Only the purse has gotten deeper, thanks to Romy Bin Salman rolling out the Live Smack Off Tour, populated by a bunch of losers happy to take your blood money because they ain't got game and they know it. So here's to Lef and Brad and Caleb and Benny and Vic and Rick. You guys all have as much chance of beating me today as Mercenary Mickelson has of lifting the Claret Jug. And let me be clear, Jim, when you send me that five grand, it's going straight to the families in Uvalde, Texas. They need your money. I don't. I may be old, suckers, but I won my titles on the real smack-off tour, and I'll tell you what I don't need in order to win this year's smack-off. I don't need to be reimbursed for my expenses. I don't need my dog's assistance. I don't need no soundtrack. Here I am, oh naturel, kicking your ass because I am just better at this than you. Yep, 
I'm the age of all y'all's dads, but could your dad win the smack off like I just did? I afraid he Kenny. He last won it in 08, if I'm not mistaken. He first won it in 2004. That angry son of a bitch with straight fire. And find me a smarter guy than that. I said I'd have to recall this segment. One from a guy who's already won. That guy right there has already won twice. This last guy is going to close the show. Hey, by the way, you hit Twitter and you hit that hard right now. Where do you put Iafrady? Now what? I told you this race was not over. You want to talk about somebody finishing like a freight train. And no gimmicks. He made that real clear. Last call. This guy has finished as high as number two. He's going to end the program. The angriest dude in the jungle. Relatively new threat. When you consider how long it feels like he's been around, a relatively new threat. But that does not mean that he is not a major threat. He was your 2019 runner-up. He is appearing in only his fifth smack-off. Like I said, it feels like so much more. Today, we close the deal. And he looks to seal the deal with the R.I.B. Rick in Buffalo. Rick. What's going on, man? How are you? Thanks for having me back, Jim. Although at this point, you should be thanking me. Hey, great hearing from me, Iafrady. Would have been better if you didn't stutter through your opening. And nice job apologizing to start your call, Benny. But you should have saved it for the end. Better luck next year, Hillbilly. And Caleb, how many times do I got to tell you? Gimmicks are like you. They don't work anymore. In great RSVP last week, dude. I really enjoyed your smack-off autobiography. It reads a lot like your dating autobiography. Eight years of being too scared to call, eight years of trying way too hard, and 16 years of never getting a sniff. And no need telling us you need the five grand, big guy. The mustard stains all over your shirt kind of gave that one away. And Paul's dog's fine and everything, Jim. But I was really hoping to hear from Vic's dog this year. Unfortunately, the flight deck wouldn't give her the day off at the animal wash. Now, James Kelly may look like an idiot, but dude's got a pretty solid business plan. As a way to foster customer relationships, he requires that all employees look like the clientele. And word around town is that Vic's old lady has built quite the rapport with the Irish wolfhounds. And is Sean Pendergast really on record saying he makes a lot of money from being fat? Quick pro tip for you, Hefty. It doesn't matter how much, much money you make this week if your heart's going to explode the next. Now get out of the cupboard and into the gym, you friggin' slob. And while doing a little prep, Jim, I was trolling Mark in Hollywood's Twitter feed. And this hack actually posted a video of a non-speaking part where he plays a bald guy getting ready for brain surgery. If shaving your head and sitting there with a dumb look on your face made you a great actor, then I'd win the Academy Award every morning while dropping my pre-shower deuce. What's next, little man? Taking down your pubes for an underroots photo shoot? You're not an actor, Mark. You're a loser. 
and your best move right now would be joining the traveling circus is that freak show behind the curtain. For only 25 cents, boys and girls, come catch a glimpse of the bandy-legged midget with the oversized head. Trust me, the quarters those kids whip at your 40 head would be the most money you'll ever see. And I've always found it curious, Jim, how adults could root for anyone other than their hometown teams. And by curious, I mean these guys are the biggest effing zeros on the planet, which led me to wonder why in the hell Brad and Corona is a Bengals fan. Turns out the backstory is quite heartwarming. Brad's mom instantly fell in love with Icky Woods in his shuffle back in 88. She said the touchdown dance reminded her of the good old days when she spent her weekends on the pole. Mother and son have been hooked ever since. I told you it was heartwarming. And last thing, Jim, you were spot on when you said I treated every call like the smack off. How great I always am. How I long ago replaced victim in No Cal as the show villain and how every lady clone wants to get dirty with me. It's that kind of commentary that makes you a Hall of Famer. On behalf of the jungle, keep up the great work. Lord Jim Kelly and Josh Allen being the greatest franchise quarterback tandem in NFL history. War Trapper and Dana Point, gone but never forgotten. Unworthy's a-hole Little League dads who keep asking if I need help, as if trying to teach your dumb kid how to play baseball wasn't a big enough headache. Thanks for the vine, Jim. Who loves you, baby? The R.I.P. Rick and Buffalo does not disappoint. All right, there it is. This is going to be tough. I knew it would be. It always is. Who you got? This is the ultimate. Who you got, clones? Who you got? Mark in Hollywood started off that last segment, came in strong. I afraid he. You never know if and when he will ever show, and then he shows up like that, and then Rick doing what Rick does. I think a lot of you already decided last hour who you had as the winner. You wanted to shut it down. You wanted to go home. This is going to be brutal. This is going to be really, really tough. Last chance. Well, not last chance. Do it all day if you want. But right now, get to Twitter. If you want to vote, you want to get down, you want to try and influence the outcome, do it right now. Go to Twitter. Get your vote. Who you got? Hashtag it smack off. We need to get together, put our heads together. We don't have a lot of time to figure this out. Next segment, last segment, we announce our winner, Smack Off 28. Want to congratulate all of you who took part. Want to tell a chunk of you to do better next time. Congratulations. And I can make an argument for about a half a dozen, but I got to pick one. And I will when we come back. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show.
All right, once again, not too late. You can get to Twitter and then hashtag it, SmackOff. Get your vote in. It is not too late. You're running out of time. SmackOff, still trending. It's been trending in the top five nationally the entire day. And given what's going on in the world and how many other items are trending politically, good job, clones. Really well done. Appreciate that. It is the ATP on a Friday. You clones get to submit a question, and it's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts. For all of your car care needs, get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. All right, so really quickly, to sum up how this thing went in my mind, in my estimation, SmackOff 28 did not get off to a good start. Did not get off to a good start. That's happened before, but then finished really well, really strong. The monsters came. And they showed up. This is a tough thing to score. And understand what we're charged with every single year. When you're pissed and you feel like we didn't get it right, we've got to run down that whole thing and make a decision in about three minutes. Not easy to do. The decision is final. The winner gets five grand. Let me count it back. Top ten to number one. In the ten hole, Benny in Wisco. And by the way, nothing bad to say. I can nitpick any one of these 10. All good calls. All good calls. In the 10 hole, you got Benny. In the ninth spot, a former champ, Mark in Hollywood. In the eighth spot, he made his debut. He made it better. A lot of times guys come in and they mess the bed their first time in. How about James, my man in Portland? I'm proud of you, James. I said to you, come in here with something more than Alvin's sex life, and you did. That's something to be proud of. You ran a good race. I'm proud of you. James, in his jungle debut, in the eight hole. This next one may surprise you, or maybe not. It was tough. It was tough. The field was deep, the top ten. In the seven hole. Left, the Laguna Beach Bully in the seven hole. Nothing wrong with the call. Solid call. Had some good moments. Audio quality, not great. But he had some good ideas. He went differently. He went straight sports. I like the way he changed up. Still a three-time champ. Still dangerous. Number six. Things get really interesting from here on out. Number six, the RIP, Rick and Buffalo. Good call. Good call. But number six, things get really, really dicey here. Top five. I mean, try and score that top five. Think about that. Try and score the top five. I thought this guy showed up huge and still in fifth. The original GOAT, Shawnee. Good call. A lot of great moments. And Shawnee, I appreciate you very much. He's got a lot going on. Shawnee, the Cabin Asian, in the five hole, which brings us to the top four. How do you score these four? Well, number four tells us we have a new champ, the BIC. I've gotten the four hole. The GOAT, the best to ever do it. Six straps. Still the all-time strap leader since Shawnee did not get him. Shawnee's in fifth. Brad is in four. Bringing us to our top three. Who you got, clones? How do you think this plays out? This was not easy. In the three hole. 
I thought he showed up big. I told you he was dangerous. He's still dangerous. I thought he made a great call. Vic and NoCal. Not enough to win, but strong nonetheless. But he hit the podium two years in a row. Vic clearly has got game. Which brings us to the last two. You had Iafrady showing up out of nowhere. And you had Caleb. Iafrady, one of the best to do it, ever. I've long said about Caleb, it's not a question of if, but a matter of when. Runner up. The old man, Iafrady, with an absolutely genius call, which means we have a new champion, and he did it for the first time. Caleb in Green Bay. Some of his finer moments. Him saying callers ought to pay me five grand from the first hour. He included a rocket mortgage plug. Don't worry, it'll get better. Benny, this state is not big enough for the two of us. My gut and your lisp. Deshaun Watson likes Finnish massages more than Swedish. His sports takes on baseball I thought were amazing. On the shift, tremendous. Got off his reinvention project, my time in Wisconsin. Just top to bottom, he had so many good, good things in that call. So many great things going on. He had the deck of moo. He finished really strongly. So I'm telling you, I could have made an argument for the top five, but Caleb, top to bottom, got it done. Genius effort. And that's why I always said it was not a question of if, but a matter of when, and when is right this second. Let's go to the winner. We go to the hotline. He is the first-time champ. He is the king of smack. He wins five grand. He is Caleb in Green Bay. Caleb, my man, congratulations. How's it feel? I do eclairs. I do eclairs. Romy, what's happening, brother? Dude, you did it. I'm proud of you. How does that feel? And you do eat. You do eclair. <laughs> man, I can't even tell you. It, it's like, it's not even a dream come true because a dream means like you think it can happen. And I don't, I'd never thought this would ever happen. So uh, to say this is a dream come true is false. There's no chance, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, no. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You earned it. It is not a dream. It's a real thing. You beat some of the best to ever do it. In fact, you beat some of the best to ever do it, and they were at their best when it mattered most. I'm curious, what's it like to go through it, execute the way you did, and then have to sit through the rest of it and wait it out? What's that like? Uh, most of the time, it's pretty nerve-wracking. This time, I actually felt pretty good about it. I was listening uh, to every other call after mine, and I loved it, especially I have Brady. I was sitting there at the Lorelei with uh, the rest of the guys. And I'm listening to Iafrady's call, and I'm like, that's it. I got silver. Like, that's, that's the only uh, thought that went through my mind. So, um, but I, I felt great. It was a rope coming off the bat, I felt like. And, and uh, I just was hoping it would make it to the wall. But over the wall, oh, man, I can't even believe this. Dude, you squared it up. You nailed it. You did it. What's the vibe like at the Lorelei right now? Well, I, I stepped outside for a second because I knew they were going to be cheering, and I wasn't going to be able to, to, to get a word in edgewise. But um, they're hyped and uh, I'm excited to get back in there and celebrate with them. I was going to say, how are you going to celebrate this win? Well, uh, myself, I am a teetotaler, and so I'm probably the worst person to represent Wisconsin because I don't uh, imbibe, but I'll probably have some, uh, some bratwurst and hang out a little bit, listen to some polka. I don't know. We'll figure it out. 
I mean, it's Friday, right? It's got to be a fish fry somewhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, Friday fish fry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's probably the better choice. Good call, man. Even Who's though, the Wisconsin uh, resident between us? Uh, even I know that on Wisconsin. Caleb, <laughs> an amazing job. Congratulations. You earned it. I am not surprised, but I'm proud of you. Go ahead, champ. Celebrate. You earned it. Anything is possible. You did it. Caleb in Green Bay, there is your champ. You want to think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. They're close, they're convenient, they're known for their guaranteed everyday low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people you know you can trust. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Hey, thing is, I am not bouncing for vacation. I will be back on Monday. We can recap on Monday for sure. Hit it up on Twitter still yet. Hashtag everything smack off. Congrats to everybody. Congrats to the new champ. Caleb in Green Bay. I appreciate everybody that took part. Big shout out to the XR4TI who got this thing ready. Good job, folks. Good job, team. Hope you had fun with that. I will check you all on Monday when I am back here in the jungle. Have a great weekend. We are out.